Welcome to another episode of Brew Roots. I'm Erica. And I'm Matt. And this is the podcast that tells you the stories behind your favorite beer. Each week we take a look behind the scenes at the craft beer industry. This is Simon from Mass Landing Brewing Company and you're listening to Brew Roots. All right, guys, we are here for another episode. Episode? 14. Brew Roots. The Empire Strikes 14 back. What? <laughs> All right. If you All can't right. tell, we had such an amazing night. Oh my we, God. Amazing few days, honestly. Yeah. It's been crazy. Um, my liver is calling for a recovery. Break. Yeah. And it is going to get some. <laughs> it needs a retreat. But um, literally. So I guess, how is everybody? How is everyone's week? So good. Yeah. So, Eric, so good. Erica started Friday, the weekend. At? Did I? Where did I start? Where did you start, Ooh, Erica? I started, that's right, I started at Nerex. Oof. Yeah. And how was it? Nerex. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. So Erica had some awesome Cascale. What was, I, what was the best one? I did. Uh, the best I mean, one out of how many were there? I know, like, there are so many good ones. Like, I don't, I thought one was, I thought the, um, oh, what was it, Zero Gravity? Uh, they had a sour beer oh, called out. Painless, nice, which is really kind of interesting on cast. You don't usually get sour beers on cast, so it was just really cool. It was different. It wasn't super sour, but it was just a lot of great kind of fruity flavors, and it was interesting. Yeah, and then just in general, it's just a lot of great um, English beers on cask, and just I love that they have stuff. a Grim Reaper that comes out. Yeah. In. Nice. No, it's so cool. So he, bang the hammer, and it's like everyone boos, and it's so much fun. It's a good event. It's a good environment. Yeah, it's a really good environment. It's really just like a pub environment where everyone just comes and chills and drinks good beer, and you just talk to people you don't ever talk to. Like you just talk to strangers, and it's it's chill. I heard through the grapevine the most popular Cascale was Small Changes. Um, Small Change had a seriously good Cascale. That's what I've heard. I rather enjoyed that. So, uh, shout out to yeah. all the breweries that in, that participated in Nerex. And there were There's so many. way too so, many to name. Yeah, I mean, how roughly what was the number of uh, of Cascales oh, that I were don't there? Know, like fifty plus, maybe or something. I mean, there was a lot. That's insane. How many? There was actually a ton more U.S. beers than England beers this year. I feel like that's awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, what was the what was the um, the beer like? What how many beers do you think you poured yourself? Because oh. Erica volunteered. I poured so many. Friday night was insane. Oof. It was insane. It was so busy. Saturday night wasn't as busy, but it was still pretty cool. Yeah. So Saturday, I, my liver took a break, and I won third place in a competition for the... The, the marching the, of bands. Yeah, that I that I coached. So congratulations to... To you. Congrats. I guess to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Radamac Hughes went to work. Yes. Yeah. And then... Um, <laughs> Sunday both and Sunday happened. Yeah, Eric and I both Erica and I were both at Notch Stark Beer Fest. Yeah. I was, was there right was when they cool. opened, like twelve thirty ish. I came a little later, which was unfortunately too bad because I missed the mug. Yes. But it was still uh, the worst. Super, I know, but it, it was still really cool. I got just the beer, the loggerhead in a regular glass mug, and I was still able to get the hot poker. Ooh, so what did you think? Um, I had it without the hot poker and then I had it. With. I did both. Exactly. I did and, the same thing. And I thought I, I definitely got more of like a caramely warmth I flavor. I really enjoyed it with a hot poker just because, yeah, the way it kind of burnt the caramelized sugars in the yeah. beer just gave off a really nice aroma and flavor in the foam. Yeah. 
But in general, it was a really good beer either way. So Erica drank yeah. a lot of cask because I mean that log that loggerhead was a cask as well that was served outside. Yeah, I actually didn't have it on cask though. You did. You had it. Yeah, normal. it was gone by the time I got there again. But so I had it undrafted. You had good. notch, and you had a lot of various loggers. I mean, uh, cascales. Cascales, all the. I had a lot of notch. Yep. But I didn't do much drinking outside of doing drinking mm. notch. Ryan. Ryan did some drinking outside of Yeah, that's what places. I always do. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you drink this week, Ryan? So I actually drank a lot of the Woodstock um, brewing uh, they? beers. They're in Vermont. Are they? Yeah. That would make sense. I have the box in front of me to remind myself oh. of the ones that I got. Wait, is it Woodstock No, they're in New Vermont? Hampshire. They're in New Hampshire. No, I was going to say, oh. I didn't think there was one. Yeah, they're in New Hampshire. So I got this variety pack. Again, I mean, it's they're they're awesome... Uh, very affordable beers. Um, I got a variety pack that came with their IPA, their frosty red pale ale, and then a red rack ale, and then their Pemi pale ale. Cool. Yeah. Sounds right up your alley, Ryan, with those those IPAs. Yeah, no, they're all they're all pretty good, but they weren't they don't they weren't really hoppy, you know. They they were very uh, rich and uh, earthy kind of tasting, mm. which I really enjoyed. Mm. Yeah, um, I think the red one and the Pemi were my favorite ones. Yeah, cool. so yeah, cool. So uh, all of us got invited to go out on Monday evening to indeed uh, to Public Kitchen. Yeah, and if any of our listeners have been to Public Kitchen, you know. They've got really, really good food they and, have a great tap list. And, a, and an awesome tap list. And I they're mean, mostly IPAs. Yeah. Let's be honest here. The thing I did like, though. Um, they had a cool variety of IPAs. They yeah. also have a live yeah. webcam that shows you what's on tap. Which is pretty cool. So if something yeah. kicks and you're excited to go down, and they, you can actually see it in real time. Yeah. But so, uh, we got to meet a bunch of cool beer people as well. So we met uh, Gut Hops, Stock Blog, Beer Narrator, M. Sherms. Uh, beers underscore near underscore Boston and Grellish drinks beer and uh, Boston beer girl underscore EJ. And we also met a brewery kind of. They're like just yeah, yeah, a yeah. solution brewery. I yeah. It was. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really looking for a space. So not any official yet, but more to come. Yeah. But uh, we drank quite a bit. And that's yeah, why this we, podcast we might sound delicious brews. A little funny. And after we had brews, we ate Chinese. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're in a we're, good place. Yeah, we're in a good, <laughs> good sleepy place. Yeah. Uh, so thank you to everyone who listened to last week's episode with Ground Effect. You guys uh, rock. We have an even more exciting episode for you this week. Always. I would say more exciting. Okay. I, I, I would say they're they're both equally. We're going to continue the well, excitement. The, yes. the reason yeah. I'd say more exciting <laughs> is because we don't often venture outside of the state of Massachusetts. We do okay. not. So point. that's what I was more excited about. Not quality of beer. Um, we went about 80 miles north to Mass Landing in Maine. Maine. And uh, it was an awesome interview. And I love the Gunner's daughter. It's good. You heard it, Gunner. I love your daughter. Yeah. And that's actually one of the few dessert stouts that Ryan actually enjoys. Yeah, no, it's really good. I do enjoy that one. And I and I, I apologize to all of our listeners. We have really been slacking on the dessert beers for we Ryan. We have. We need to like stock up some weekend. That way we can just Do you know how else people if you have a dessert beer out there that you think 
Ryan hashtag SGR. Because yeah, we don't know of many, I feel like. That's, I don't. Would like. Yeah. Please send it to us, and we'll send you something back from Massachusetts. Because you might not be able to get some Massachusetts beer. And we may not be able to get some crazy state dessert pastry stuff to make Ryan's life miserable. Beer. Yep. Oregon. Oregon. Oregon, we're calling at you. We've gotten beer from Oregon, but I'm calling at you. Portland. Get, get us some more. All right, so we are going to be giving away some tickets. Free tickets. To Brew Woo. And if you aren't familiar with Brew Woo, what is Brew Woo, Ryan? It's a beer festival at the DCU Center in Worcester, Massachusetts. Worcester. That's taking place on April 20th, more commonly known as 420. <laughs> Yeah. 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 yeah yeah and next uh, next subject um, um, there's there's two there's two sections there's like a early afternoon section and then there's the evening session and lucky for you we are giving away a pair of tickets to both yeah and you want to know how you can get a pair of tickets erica how can you get a pair well just check out our instagram account it's all right there basically you'll just have to follow us like us and share one of our episodes but yeah. uh just look there for details and how else can you probably drink for free Without such simple steps. We're giving away two tickets to each pair. Each, Pretty each cool. Event. So drink for free on us. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> and you want to know how you can actually, if you want to meet us at session one, which is the earlier one, Ryan, how can you do that? You're going to see us in our shirts on tapped shirts. It's very weird that you mentioned that because... I'm really excited because the April one's coming pretty soon. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, this is the first time I actually picked. What did you pick? Um, I picked Denver. I think you did. I yeah, p- I picked Chicago again. Did you? Oh, cool. cool. Surprise, surprise, cool. surprise, surprise. So you guys might be hearing us talking about shirts on tap, and you might say, "How can I get one?" Well, Ryan or Erica, how can we get no, one? No, it's fine. Ryan can take it. It's cool. Yeah. So you just go on shirtsontap.com, use our promo code BREWROOTS, and you get your first box for $5. And after that, it's about $18.99 a box, which is still a super deal. But with our promo code, you get your first box for $5. It's very customizable, all boxes. Uh, you can do whatever kind of material, whatever kind of cut you want. So it's very flexible. They're great people over there. They're super nice to us. And we as, appreciate all of that. As I continue to lose weight and get more swole, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to be able to rock a tank top. And I'm sure everyone in my life is excited as well. We are so excited. But you know what? So we have, I, I've been doing a, a checkbox in my, in my head, right? We know what good beer tastes like. We know how to look good while making. Damn right. While drinking this beer. But I also want to know how to make this beer. Oh, do you? I do, Erica. And every week, you keep on telling me to use this <sighs> I'll promo tell you code. again. And I need, to, I need to know more. All right. You just come on down to Beer and Wine Hobby. Or you can just buy online using our awesome code, BREWROOTS. Yeah, and what does that get us? It gets you 10% off your order. That's amazing, because... I'm the kind of person that kind of wants to go head into things, and that's well, kind of you can that could head be ex- on into it with our discount. I'm so excited! Yeah, so that's beer and wine hobby. dot com. Awesome. Actually, the website's beer dash wine hobby. dot com, but if you just search beer and wine hobby, it'll pop up. It'll pop up. Just Google it. Yeah, just, just do Google it. it. Google it. It's cool. All right, so this week we have our friends, uh, Mass Landing. They aren't in Portland, but it's like 10 minutes south of Portland. It's like not even that far from us. And really, try a, try their brewery because they won recently um, 
one of the 50 most up-and-coming breweries in the country. No way. Yeah. That's and, so cool. Uh, it's really, it is really cool, because I think their their beer rules, their Gunner's Daughter is amazing, but actually, I haven't had a bad beer from them, so, nice. so nice. I'm excited for this interview, and it's a really good one, um, and it also features Emily, so uh, that's cool. It's a little throwback, throwback to Emily, so, yeah. yeah. And uh, Sound Guy Ryan's awesome editing skills. Lit. As always. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Erica will not be here. No, I'm going to be out in the uh, jungles of Peru. But she's going to be telling us about all the Peruvian beer scenes. Yeah, I will find them. What do you think Peru's hazy IPA is? (laughs) They probably don't have one. (laughs) (laughs) I know they brew like a kind of a beer it's like chicha i believe it's called okay um which is hazy on its own cool but yeah so ne- like fruit so next week it will just know. be sound guy ryan and myself lit yeah and it's gonna to be bye. <laughs> it's gonna be a weird episode is it i already started planning it so oh great oh yeah. boy yeah <laughs> oh, boys yeah. night ryan might be boys sick. night and ryan turns uh, what 23 24 24 oh, so so get a chance by the time this episode will release ryan's birthday will be tomorrow um wish him a happy birthday because yeah. we love song guy ryan we love him and he deserves and the happiest of birthdays i'm famous the feedback that we used <laughs> it, it was funny though tonight we asked somebody who listens to the podcast if you had any feedback and he said i did have feedback for you but you guys fixed it and it's what was it it was me. It was Yay. because of Sound Guy Ryan. It was because of me. They made us sound so much better. You do. Yeah, I mean, there was there there wasn't just one person. I mean, there was definitely a few people there that just um, recognized Ryan. Recognized me. They just knew. Yeah, him. yeah. it was very strange. <laughs> like I'm, I was I'm, like, I'm, I've been doing this podcast for three years, and I was in radio, and you don't guys. know who I am, but you know who our meme is. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's pretty why, because I'm a meme. <laughs> hey Ryan, did you ever tell your parents growing up you wanted to become a meme? No. Hell yeah, <laughs> I wish. Cool. Well, cheers, and we'll catch you next week. Erica, safe travels. Much appreciate you need Thank to come you. back because I cannot do this alone. Literally, with yeah, I'm gonna try my hardest. He just doesn't yeah. want to do it with just I just me. don't want to do it Pretty with Ryan. That would just be too weird. So enjoy our episode <laughs> and uh, follow us on Instagram and rate this episode five stars because it helps us. It, it helps, helps us. You just and yeah, I, and we just we love you guys and we want you guys to keep loving us. Cheers. 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 All right, Emily, are you tired yet? Not yet. Not yet. So this no. is what, three or, th- three or four right now? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So if you didn't know, we are in Maine. We're doing our Maine series, I guess. We haven't decided. A little circuit of Maine but, in the uh, Portland area. The Portland area in specific. And we are here at Mass Landing. And this is my first time at Mass Landing. Mine not my, also. Not my first time. I've having, had your beer. Yeah. Big oh, fan of the beer. Here. Thank you. Um, and we are here with Parker and Simon mass landing so before we guys say her hellos uh what's your role here at mass landing in your first memory of beer oh wow um so i my, my name's parker obviously and um i'm our, the marketing director and designer and pretty much anything vis- visual at the brewery um, take a lot of photos too um we, I, my first beer um actually <laughs> going back pretty far in time well, no well want to go back to like when i was four uh, yeah. i have this weird memory of sitting we were out on an island in maine and we were eating lobster and uh clams and mm. like out on the on the beach and my dad was drinking a beer i think it was probably miller light <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah, and so, and obviously, like, I kept wanting, I was like, I want that, I want that. And he's like, sure, here, you'll have a sip. And the first sip was just the worst. It was like the worst thing I'd ever tasted in the, in the world. And so that kind of put me off of beer until I was, I would say, um, college. <laughs> and then I remember the first craft beer I had was a, a Wachusett Blueberry. Mm. Um, a lot of people's first, I feel choice, like, in yeah. this area. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it was a nice gateway uh, beer. And, and so, um, and then I remember that, and then like some Sea Dog Blue Paw was the, the mm -hmm. kind of how I got into it. But so for real beer drinking, other than being four, uh, <laughs> taking a sip of Miller Lite. Simon, uh, my, na my name's Simon. I'm the head brewer here, and similarly to Parker, my first memory of beer in general is being really young, and I was at a family event, and I saw a can on the counter that appeared to be a soda can. <laughs> Uh, it appeared to be a soda can, and uh, I thought, well, it's got something in it, and I will drink it, and I took a sip, and it was awful, <laughs> and um, it was a couple of years later that I realized that that was beer, mm -hmm. and then in undergrad is when I actually was introduced to Sierra Nevada Torpedo, and oh, good one. Yeah. Sculpin, mm -hmm. um, IPAs like that, and that really sent me down this craft beer path. Do you think it's like a function of your taste buds or your palate not being developed enough as you're growing up that it tastes so bad? Because I remember tasting Corona or Heineken or something as a young kid and being like, this is pure poison. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. From what I understand, kids are super tasters. So they their so they palates are really much. sensitive to things like that. Ah. So even though, you know, now we drink a beer like Budweiser or Miller Coors and we don't and like get the flush. sense of a lot of <laughs> bitterness as children it's like whoa that's like bitter beer face that's interesting <laughs> i feel like that must be an evolutionary thing too because it's like you're a kid so you need to like have all of your faculties like super sensitive so you can like protect yourself and then right. as an adult you're like i know better and yeah. like i've been in you the world for long enough yeah yeah that's funny. So I'm assuming you guys didn't tell both your parents, hey, I want to go to college to work in a brewery. Uh, <laughs> what was the original plan for both of you guys? Well, I, I mean, as a marketing director and um, a graphic designer, I started out. I'm, I've always loved art and drawing and everything like that. And my aunt, she was um, a graphic designer uh, at L.L. Bean. And I always thought I was like, I really want to continue to be creative and draw or do something like that. And somehow it clicked and like a lot of artists would be like, I'm only going to paint and, you know, you'd be that starving artist my whole life. And I was like, wait, I can be creative and also have a job, <laughs> you know. And so as graphic design and computers and like Photoshop was more ready, readily access accessible, um, I started doing that a lot, went to school for graphic design, um, worked in actually big beer for a while for advertising. I worked for clients like... Miller Coors, AB, um, Guinness, and then a lot of uh, liquor like Johnny Walker, uh, Jose. Glad you went into that. I did a little bit of research about that. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah very yeah. cool. Yeah. Yep. So I, I did. I, I I did that. I was doing a lot of promotion and marketing for, um, yeah, like larger companies and um, actually, and then some other food and um, like craft and stuff like that. But after I got out of the agency world, I started um, I started my own company. It was more of like a freelance design and marketing company. And through that, I met, well, through friends, but kind of that's where the connecting, uh, the thing connected me with Ian Dorsey, our, uh, one of our uh, founders and president, where he asked me just to start doing a logo for Mass Landing. And then 
you know, we need labels and stuff like that. So there, technically, Mass Landing was a client of mine before I became one of the owners, and that was, it was a very um, kind of uh, organic transition into just being full time at the brewery. Um, and so every everything that I did prior to this kind of led me to this, and I'm I'm so happy that it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here today. It's uh, like. I think of like my dream job, and I'm like, oh, I guess I guess I have it. <laughs> nice. What about yourself? Um, yeah, it was an interesting path. So I originally was going to um, go to graduate school to get a PhD in applied math and do some sort of consulting for engineering firms Cl- or working Simon for and I are the same research. Person. <laughs> 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 um, some sort of math-based research design. And uh, towards the second year of uh, my master's that I was doing at UMass, UMass Amherst, it just... <laughs> yeah, it just... I was so over it, but I had been homebrewing a lot, and I figured, well, I'm 20... I was th- 23 at the time. And so I thought, well, might as well go into beer because worst case scenario, I have this master's degree that I can leverage to get some sort of science-based job. Mm -hmm. Um, And I got a job in a local brew pub in Amherst and then a larger production facility in uh, East Hampton, Mass. And then... You can mention them. Yeah, Yeah, uh, yeah, please, please. um, Yeah, so it was was um, (laughs) uh, Amherst Brewing. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then um, over to Fort Hill for a little under a year. And then uh, I saw that Mass Landing was hiring. And around the time, my partner had accepted a job at a nonprofit in the Portland area known as Preble Street. Mm -hmm. And so she had accepted the job on the spot. And so she was like, we're out of here. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And so I had to figure something out quickly. And luckily, Mass Landing was looking for a brewer. And Immediately. <laughs> right. ASAP. And then, um, yeah. So I interviewed. They hired. They offered me the job on the spot and started two weeks later. And I've been here since. Can we talk about that? Your former head brewer is now at another brewery. Yep. What was it like transitioning from who you had pre- previously? to Simon now, um, and how have you taken some of the previous recipes um, and made them either your own or tried to maintain the, uh, you know, consistency from you know, it, Mass Landing at that point a year ago was just getting getting some traction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd Difficult challenge to come into, I'm <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, so when I started at Mass Landing, I was tasting the IPAs and I thought that they had a lot of good characteristics, but there were a lot of similar characteristics between them. Mm-hmm. And, but being the new the new person, you can't exactly come in and just say exactly what yeah, you want and how you want it. Toss the rug up. And yeah. <laughs> so I uh, slowly but surely over time kept talking with um, our director of brewing operations and head brewer at the time about my thoughts and ideas on recipes and how we might change them and then that slow those tweaks slowly started being implemented uh, tweaking the water profile or the how much hops we're adding here and there and uh, over time that developed into playing around with alternative yeast strains and doing like our kvike fermented IPAs um, using English ale strains um, to get I guess more 
that New England style IPA sort of ester profile that people seem to really love. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you the, say that a lot. <laughs> people seem but to then, really yes, love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then, um, but now I'm also piloting sour beers, Ooh. so we can On begin site? our. Uh, at home, uh, and we actually, yeah, we actually have officially begun our mixed fermentation program at Mast Landing. We have a uh, one fermenter occupied by a uh, mixed culture right now, and then we have a Hoover tank, which is a stainless steel tote occupied by a mixed culture as well. Um, but I guess to yeah answer the question more specifically about how I've been implementing my recipe or implementing my outlook on these beers i think it's just been slowly over time because i recognize that they are you know the found some of the founding recipes Mm -hmm. and i want to be true to that character but improve it in in ways that i guess would appeal more to me right (laughs) question on that too like how do you guys solicit feedback on the beers? Do you ask your customers what they're tasting? Do you have a network of friends? One hundred percent untapped ratings. Yeah. I think somebody somebody said, "Oh, uh, I tried the, the lager and it was really hoppy." Well, everybody's a beer critic on untapped, right? right. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I only can go on there before after like five or six beers. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or a bad. No, no. I'd be very angry after five I, Yeah. I'm the only one that has a uh, login that could actually comment as the brewery. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm probably the most le- level-headed person in the brewery because we've all seen what happens when. <laughs> not, that I th- not that I think anyone here We could do, do a that, whole episode of brewers. Oh, yeah. Fights I think <laughs> or, or we should do a whole episode of uh, forcing brewers to read their uh, bad reviews on Untapped. Oh, that is such a good idea. <laughs> like, like, like mean tweets? Oh, yeah, I like <laughs> that. That is such a good idea. I okay. like that. Yep. And I would want to hear what their comment is. Like, okay, maybe I can agree with that. Or like, that's just dead wrong. Like, mm-hmm. the lager was too hoppy or things like yeah. that. Oh, my God. That is every episode we do now. We're just going to find a bad Untapped one and make them read it. <laughs> that's a really good idea. Why don't we pull yeah. one up? Yeah, no, no. Do you want to join? <laughs> right now, we'll yeah, implement yeah, the yeah, program. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is over. No, no. <laughs> Parker, as a marketer, yep. how do you filter through some of that noise? Do you pay attention to those reviews and like how do you take them into consideration and be like actually we might want to so test this yeah. out? As as a brewery, we we pay attention to anything, you know, and and everything. And um so it's it's funny you have you kind of everything has weight. Um but yeah, yes, we're listening. Um and, and it's it's good it's, but you only can, you know, put so much weight to each thing. Right. Um, but we read them. I, I think Simon reads all of them. I, yeah, I read a good amount of them. Yeah, and I feel bad because it's like if there were, as say, I design a label and like you know when we get like oh cool label on you know uh, Instagram or whatever. But if there was like an untapped for design. I would like throw up having to like log in where the, you know for for Simon to go on um, or any of our birds to go on. It's just like, wow, it's kind of masochistic. Like to even yeah. lo- even right. like, log in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I the reason I like to, especially for newer beers, I want to see how they're being received by consumers, regardless of their palate. And I, any feedback, in my opinion, is valuable feedback. And um, I mean, you never know when there's going to be some gem of information in there. So it's worth right. looking at. 
Yeah. You just have to <laughs> yeah, but not I, I, spend I, I, hours on it. Yeah, and, and I we make a product that is consumed by people, and they're going to give us feedback on it. So if we wear our hearts on our sleeves, we're not going to be able to improve the quality of the beer. And so I think that it's really important. It's, mm. it's sort of masochistic, but I... <laughs> Yeah. It's I, the beer has right? yeah, yeah the beer has to get better we want to make the best quality product possible and that means being open to criticism from all walks of life mm-hmm. right I, it's it's a great thing to have yeah it, it, it really is um, like you know the the social kind of community of untapped like would you say it's humbling sometimes or sometimes yeah no absolutely um and uh, yeah i mean especially with the um I think with our Imperial Gunner's Daughter release, that was seeing the reviews of that was pretty humbling. Mm-hmm. Just that's, to see how well it was received. Is that your recipe? No, that's um, one of the original recipes. Uh, well, not well, the Imperial version, but we it was a uh, we have the Gunner's Daughter base recipe, right. and mm-hmm. the uh, director of brewing operations and myself talked over how we can scale that beer up and things like what characters we'd like to see more of in an imperial version um how much no no yeah but yeah yeah we we work together into it Mm. our listeners actually appreciate getting into the nitty-gritty of it um but yeah we were yeah the question was how do we because on our current brew house we've struggled to brew higher higher gravity uh beers and so the question was, how are we going to do that on this system? So we were thinking of, like, what sort of sugars can we add? What, like, are they going to contribute a flavor? Do we want them to contribute a flavor? Um, if we're adding things like sugars or dry malt extract, how are they going to contribute to the overall character? And is it going to me- remain the same as Gunner's Daughter? Mm-hmm. Right. And so that, that's the most important thing when we're... I think that was the biggest challenge with that scaling up that beer is it has to re- it has to still be Gunner's daughter at the core it just needs to be bigger <laughs> so when you're doing yeah. that do you have to brew it in smaller batches first uh, or does it I help w- more uh, to uh, do it at yeah scale we've kind of just been uh, I we should have <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no we've gotten I guess pretty good about I guess our pilot system is our current brew house which is a right. seven barrel system mm-hmm. so um that's our pilot system. It's currently. as small as it gets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> currently, yeah. So you kind of answered my question without answering it. Is what about exclusivity? You guys, Gunner's Daughter is a hard beer for us to get in Massachusetts. Oh, is that right? Yeah. We're, we're, ho- we're, <laughs> yeah. Try- we're yeah. trying to make it easier. Yeah, it's you <laughs> guys distribute through Night Shift, mm-hmm. uh, correct? And I think they do an excellent job um, keeping the integrity of the beer for you guys but as you grow in popularity and you see more of your beer being traded and you see someone on the west coast with the beer (laughs) how do you control that i mean you have a good product very good product right now but sometimes with growth you you have a favorite local restaurant that all of a sudden adds an expansion and then all of a sudden they suck um how do you guys prevent that and kind of into the future for you so that requires us getting a good bit of data from our current brew house and figuring out the you know with I think when we get onto the new thirty barrel system, um, we'll have to play it by ear. <laughs> yeah, there'll be we're gonna we're gonna be reaching out to other breweries to talk about how we can scale up those like our current recipes 
in a more smooth mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I think at the end of the day, there's a good amount of figuring out that just has to happen. There's, you know, peop- you could talk to multiple breweries and feel like you have a good idea of what scaling recipes up from a seven barrel system to a 30 barrel system is going to be like and all of it ends up not being true because you know it's so unique to you and your Mm -hmm. environment we started on a two barrel um the first you know for a year um over a year we were uh, yeah. brewing on a two barrel with four four barrel plastic fermenters oh my God, yeah. so <laughs> we've s- kind of s- d- scaled up once and i think obviously our i think our beer is definitely improved from you know it, we were very happy with it at that point but then when we went to the seven barrel with the 30s um it's improved 30 so barrel fermenters yes <laughs> um so i i think that you know obviously that's a different jump to what we're we for our new production facility which we can talk about in a little bit yeah um we we will uh you know obviously be taking it in stride and making sure we don't rush anything we we've, we've all seen breweries you know up you know upgrade and and expand where you know you can tell something's different mm-hmm. and something like that and you know right. to make sure obviously there's going to be a little bit of difference and you know maybe it could be for you know hopefully it's for the better but um yeah, we we want to make sure that we we take every step to make sure that you know it, it's not a negative thing. Yeah. Right. Right. And I we can always I one thing that I'd like to do as we you know with our sour beer program starting um you, you can always dial in things on the new brew house with uh, recipes that if or were, that if it doesn't come out the way you want, it just goes to the sour beer program. So, <laughs> <laughs> so design go. good quality word, but worst case scenario, it doesn't it's have sour to now. get <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. It'll get met with pretendices and lactic acid <laughs> bacteria, and that'll <laughs> teach it. <laughs> when did you guys start to see Mass Landing grow as a brand um, and kind of build outside of Portland? Was that because you started to distribute or? Was it because your beer was traveling outside of Portsmouth, uh, Portland? Um, I think that we, I'll, I'll give it to a lot to Gunner's Daughter, um, where obviously, I, I mean, we had some great hoppy options um, as well. Um, but uh, for some reason, um, you know, Gunner's Daughter caught on um, and people found, you know, a, a love for it, and which gave the attention to the brewery which um expanded you know our reach when people were hey you know we don't know how it works <laughs> hey try this you know peanut right. butter stout and, and and you know to their friend or their brother-in-law who lives in connecticut yeah so that that, that gave us the reach to uh, uh you know beyond portland or westbrook portland and maine um we also just being in the industry you start to uh meet other people from breweries and uh, with collaborations as well uh we you know you start to meet people and, and make friends from like night shift or because like, you guys did a collab with them right yep yep, yep. yep. right after we uh right after we actually signed to uh distribute through them um they asked us you know we should we should do a collaboration which helped get a you know get a, a little bit more exposure in in the boston and massachusetts market um as well as then through going to festivals and meeting people at events 
um, we met like the guys from Aslan and Southern Grist. And, it, and it's kind of a, a domino effect where if you're doing collaborations outside of the state, even though we're not distributed in um, you know, the you know, Nashville, we do send a little bit of beer down to D.C. every now and then yep. for events. But it's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, where we get to have a lot of fun and do, do some great collaborations, but it all in the end, it's just expanding the brand and, and then sharing our beer with other places that don't usually get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we talk about the the Gunner's Daughter? What makes it special? I'm drinking it right now. Um, to me, it is the best peanut butter stuff that I've had. Um, yeah, we've actually talked about we've it. We've actually talked about it. <laughs> Formal, formerly, Great. it was actually my favorite was Listerman's Porter yep. out in Cincinnati. Which mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the Nutcase, but uh, this one to me is uh, just well-rounded. What makes it? Why do you think people like it? Is it people just like peanut butter, or what is it? Well, I don't know. I mean, it, it has big, robust flavors. Um, you obviously get the peanut butter note, but the I think there's a good supporting. Sort of chocolatey kind of Reese's Pieces, mm. sort of peanut butter, ice. Pe- or, uh, just uh, peanut like butter. Yeah, <laughs> just peanut. Yeah, people, just like it's it's like pretty it. well integrated into the the beer, and uh, I think like the roasted notes, the coffee notes, mm-hmm. the chocolate, and then there's a, the dryness to it. Um, but it's pretty full bodied. Mm. Um, but I, yeah, I think it's it's a it's a lower. ABV offering with bigger flavors, and I maybe that's what some people the drinkability. Yeah, yeah I think it's I a very approachable stout and a friendly stout for yeah. someone. Right. Um, a lot of people I hear uh, they're like, "Oh, I don't like stouts, but I like Gunner's Daughter." And I was like, "So you like stouts? Or you like stouts?" Stout. Yeah. 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 Or they'll say, "I don't like dark beers." Or there, um, then there are the people that just only drink dark beer myself. Yeah. It was kind of a, a gateway stout where I didn't drink a lot of stouts, and then you know. From being at Mass Landing, you know, it's it, like I said, it's approachable. It's it, it's an easy drinking beer. And then I, you know, started looking at other stouts, and it was one of you know. Now I love stouts. Yeah. <laughs> Question for you on that one: If someone has a peanut allergy, can they drink Gunner's Daughter? Yes. For real? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. There's, there's, it's actually a. Um, it's we use other natural flavor extracts that, um, along with the um, the chocolate malt and the recipe it creates a peanut butter like aroma and flavor but there's no oil in it nope there's no there's no nuts whatsoever wow. um it actually wow. yeah. we That's just very cool. we just updated our cans and kegs to um to, to say because I, mean, myself, I feel like you must get i feel a lot of questions absolutely. Yep. Yeah. yeah absolutely i also i uh, you know i've gotten a couple at like 11 30 at night like uh, emails be like I just served this to someone and they're freaking out I'm like nope nope we're good you know the yeah. distributor should have that's you know, awesome when you s- when they sell it we make sure our distributor yeah. knows that it's it's not safe or not free and allergy safe so yeah so people cool. will come into the tasting room that have never tasted peanut butter before right and then they, and they ask they if it. they can have it and the tasting room staff oh will say God. yes absolutely mm-hmm. and then so to what an amazing! That's kind of cool. yeah. It's, a, <laughs> it's, it's really, really awesome. it's really cool to hear these stories about people that have never tasted peanut butter before right. to get this beer that has like a a good peanut yeah, butter definitely. flavor they're and like, character. Now I know. Yeah, they're like, whoa, that's <laughs> peanut butter, <laughs> and that yeah, that's really cool. That's what they're we also out get, on. We yeah, get, we get some like triggering though with their allergy, like. It, it, like right, because you can I've mentally heard stories like of people thinking, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, no, you're you're good. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. like do, strong do not placebo worry. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But I can understand that. Yeah. Oh, totally. So, would you say Mass Landing is known for the Gunner's Daughter? Or uh, absolutely, yeah, without yeah, yeah without it's a like doubt. the unofficial. 
flagship. Yeah, I, exactly. I would. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I around the brewery, too. I <laughs> yeah, around the brewery, I refer to it as our volume brand. I mean, yeah. we're brewing, we're brewing four days a week currently, and for the foreseeable future, we're going to be brewing Gunner's Daughter twice a week, week. every week for yep. the, nice. yeah, and, and at least until we have markets that are asking for like ten times that amount. We're like yep. right. I, I know that the Boston market probably <laughs> wants mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, well, not the chain Boston market, but... No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, you know, we'll send several pallets of Gunner's Daughter. Each pallet holds 80 cases, yep. and then they're... Oh, they're, they're gone. You no, know, trust they, me. I yeah. know <laughs> when it comes to a craft beer seller in Massachusetts or some place that happens to get a can... A, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. yeah. It's gone. Um, but you guys aren't known as a stout brewery i mean it's interesting right your your flagship is a stout right. but you guys yeah, it's have, a curious thing <laughs> you have awesome ipas um thank you so can we talk about the ipas as well yeah, i mean what I else is just, on tap? yeah what else is on tap um, um let's see we have our that's exciting well, I mean, we it's all perpetual rewind is just about off tap yeah <laughs> Right. Our list we got right the there. menu. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> um, spend all my time in the spend all my time in the back of house. <laughs> last year we started doing um, uh, some IPAs with uh, fruit. Uh, so we have Perpetual Rewind, which is a it's our IPA with uh, passion fruit and pink guava. Wow. Ooh. And um, yeah, really happy with that one. It's uh, um, what's fun about the Perpetual Rewind. I think last year was the first time we released it, and it was about. Um, Let's see. I think it was around the same time that it came out this year. So it's kind of like a fun way to remind people that summer is going to be coming around the corner. And yeah. it just it's there, but also this is a good beer to drink while it's cold. Yeah. Um, we have uh, our Dash IPA, which is a uh, it's one of our flagship IPAs. We brew that with uh, it's Azaka, Ella, and Hollytau Blanc. And that... That's a really fun one for me. I think initially that was the IPA that I tried and remembered thinking, like, man, I'd really like to see some bigger characters in this way or that way. And yeah. like, I really like wanted to boost the pineapple notes from the Ella, for example, and playing around with the Hollertail Blanc to get some more sort of like citrusy characters in there. Yeah. Um, a lot of your beers have nautical themed names. Is that just mm-hmm. because yes. you're mass landing, or is it? Yes, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's and, part of it. And and kind of going back to that on the the name, um, Ian, um, our president, he grew up in the mass landing neighborhood in Freeport, Maine, which is right on the water. It's mm-hmm. where the um, the, the king uh, uh, from England would send his ships over to get masts. Yep. Um, you know, they had the tallest, straightest trees for yep. mass use so it was kind of funny where they, they they started brewing in his his garage in the mass landing area and they were hoping to open up in freeport but when looking for um space space uh, freeport was tough um and and expensive so uh when when they were looked beyond that we, we found a home in westbrook and we, you know, we think, you know, in that case, everything happens for a reason. We're really happy, and and and, and we're we love Westbrook, and we're excited to be here, and also grow and and and, and move forward. Uh, Do we answer <laughs> your question about the IPAs that we have? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you've got some really interesting IPAs, some citrus, some fruit going yeah. on. What else is on tap? We we uh, have Party Trick, actually, uh, one of my yeah. favorite beers. Um, I actually, for me, it trumps. Daughter, um, 
for one reason it doesn't have lactose in it but um, <laughs> and um yeah i don't mess with that yeah, uh, so it's so stout it's with toasted coconut yep it's a collab Ooh. a collab we did with uh banded brewing down in uh oh, cool. yep, yep we just talked to them bitterford yep yep, yep. yep. Oh, you hit everyone on the way yeah. up <laughs> <laughs> nice you did um i make good use of your time um <laughs> yeah no uh and that i i just could that for days also very easy drinking like gunner's daughter i'm not sure if you guys had it but um yeah, yeah. and uh, our double dry that. up telltale pale ale is one of my favorite beers that we brew um that's it's uh and then yeah we have our evo version three which is another really good iteration of that base beer mm-hmm. um but the double dry up telltale pale ale is um it's citra mosaic or sorry, Citra Simcoe in the kettle, and then Citra Mosaic in the dry hop. And um, Simon, which one of these are your your recipes? I'm just curious. Oh, um, let's see. Norwegian Heat is oh, my yeah. recipe. Yeah. I mean, by 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 and large, we're, I mean we're the, very the collaborative. Di- yeah, yeah, the yeah. Di- the yeah. director of brewing operations and I work very hands closely. Hands, to, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I we I don't know that there's. I wouldn't say that it's really one recipe one person making all the recipes the two of us put our heads together and like yeah it's a really collaborative effort when we're putting the recipes together and i'll i'll talk with our other brewer and try to talk with the uh the rest of the production staff in the tasting room when we're thinking about making these newer beers and what kind of beers would they like to see and flavors that they'd like for us to be achieving and um yeah try to try to try to keep everyone as involved in the recipe development process as, as we can. Question about what you guys are putting out. So you mentioned earlier that something like the Gunner's Daughter, you can kind of enjoy year-round. I believe in that philosophy. I'll drink a stout in July. I really don't care. I'll drink something really citrusy and bright in the dead of winter. Do you guys have a sort of seasonality to what you're putting out, or is it keeping an even mix throughout the year? We, we definitely... Um uh, ramp up Gunner's Daughter production in the in the winter. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the second, there's like one brisk, one flake of snow. Or, 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 yeah. or no, even one one brisk evening. Like it's like it's below like, fifty five. Yeah, yeah. It's well, like, it's I think it was <laughs> September. The winds are changing. Yeah. yeah, I think it was September this year. We had our first cold night of the evening, and our distributor said, "Well, all that Gunner's Daughter that you sent us is gone, so we're going to need a lot more." Uh, <laughs> so it's not, our. I think our. That's a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. our production schedule. I think isn't so much driven by our seasonal drinking more so by consumers yeah. seasonal drinking yeah. habits we, okay. we do have like um little choppy which is our summer like our, it's a hoppy session ale mm. that, um that we only brew pretty much between may and september slash october depending on how yep. warm yeah. that, that that fall is but um mm-hmm. that's yeah. what I, I think, think wessie comes out around that time of year as yeah, well a sort of west coast inspired ipa mm-hmm so um, other than that, I th- we're pretty, we, we brew everything year round pretty steadily. Yeah. So you, uh, got, you guys mentioned you do a lot of collaborations. You've done stuff with Night Shift. Um, what's in the future for some collaborations that you can announce? We're, we're heading down to um, Southern Grist. What, they came up this summer when we did uh, No-No, which was a, um, can't say it, but a Kit Kat stout. <laughs> 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 it was a uh, chocolate-covered vanilla wafer cookie 
maxed out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which rolls up. Yeah, you always have to like... <laughs> per, the, yeah. per the label, yes. Yeah. Circum, yeah. Yeah. Circumlocution, is that what it's called? Circumnavigate. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah that w- so, and we're going down, we're pouring out their anniversary um, at the end of February, and we're going to... Uh, going down a couple days early to brew with them cool we ha- we don't have anything i actually i gotta <laughs> i gotta get on an email with that we gotta talk about that but we do have a uh oh. collaboration with definitive, definitive we'll be doing okay. soon um at that was so now we is brewed. that because of the relationship you guys have with the brewer with, with dylan yeah, yeah, dylan. yeah absolutely yes. okay i mean yeah they're all they're all good dudes over yeah. there um yeah. and, but yeah uh we've known dylan for a while and so we we brewed a uh was implied diamonds yep yeah which was a um kettle sour with vanilla beans and, and strawberry. strawberry puree very cool and i'm not a hundred percent we're gonna be doing an, something along those lines i think with vanilla beans and maybe blackberry puree mm. um i we haven't finalized the fruit edition yet but mm. we're gonna be brewing it in a couple of weeks so we have time to figure that yeah. out and what do you call the strawberry one what's its name oh it, uh Strawberry, pu- oh, the was name it, of the beer? Yeah. Like Implied Im- Diamonds. Yeah. Oh, Implied oh, diamonds. oh, sorry. Cool. I so was like, can you use shortcake? That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've actually, already done that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like a year ago, uh, yeah. we did a strawberry shortcake, or what was it called? Paper plates. Uh, paper plates. So, yeah. with, with uh, barrel like a strawberry souls. shortcake inspired. Cool. And they did beer. a tall cake. So, we did a uh, session in, uh, version at our brewery, and then we went down and brewed a triple IPA. Ours was shortcake, theirs was tall cake. Yeah, and, cool. um, so That's and cool. We released it in bottles, and um, that was a lot of fun. We uh, we went all the way up the coast doing events for that. and yeah got no sleep and <laughs> ate lots yeah of i think i think a year later we still have people coming into the tasting room requesting for us to rebrew that are the paper plates yeah question i'm just i'm actually really curious about it seems like you guys are pretty well traveled across the country collaborating and meeting up with other breweries what makes the main area special um for the longest time, Maine wasn't getting the reputation that it deserved. We had Allagash up here, who's mm-hmm. awesome. Don't get me wrong, Maine Beer Company. But now Maine's really making a name for itself, sandwiched between, you know, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Pretty robust brewing area. How, mm-hmm. is, how is Maine making a name for himself? And what's the identity of the Maine brewing community? I've only been here for a year. Yeah. I'm still, yeah. I'm still getting my footing yeah, at have, the main craft market. But the thing is, is, you did have, you had to compete with Treehouse mm-hmm. where you were. And, yeah. Um, so I mean, but <laughs> the thing is, is, you actually have. A we pre- tried. <laughs> no, but you actually have a good global perspective of what it's like to compete on that level, and you saw what a Massachusetts market's mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is when when you just said compete. Um, I think that when we opened, it, um, and I, I still feel today where there's a, a very collaborative effort, um, and I think people in Maine, be it the brewing industry, the fishing industry, any, you know, um, they have a, a love for Maine and their state and, and wanting to build it and grow um, the economy. And I think with that, and, and generally everyone, I mean, oh, a lot of people in the industry and everyone that I know are very nice people. Um, and, and I think that combined creates some sort uh, a sort of collaborative effort to grow the industry together. Um, there's so many people coming and there's, you know, there's enough main people in Maine to support all these small breweries and enough people buying beer and drinking beer, but there's so many people coming 
Maine is that you know is vacation land. It's you yeah. know it, it, there, there's so many people coming from out of state and 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 coming up to buy our beer and try our beer that. Um, but it's like you in industrial way have <laughs> become a weekend destination for. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's, it no, and I, I think it goes back to what Parker was saying. Like Maine breweries want to support and add to the main economy as much as possible right and so i think you see a lot of main breweries looking f- when they look for fresh fruit for their sour beers for example they're choosing main grown fruits as much as they possibly can and trying to use as much main grown malts as they possibly can um, and i think that i think consumers outside of the main market see that and respond to that and are eager to participate in something that they know and they come to um, the breweries in Maine that they're drinking something that's as locally made as possible. Right. It's about supporting each other and, like right. you said, keeping the economy thriving and growing. Right. And I, and I think we see uh, there's a, a really big collaborative <laughs> effort. You know, I, I, it's not uncommon to get a, a text from somebody needing hops at, mm-hmm. like, seven in the morning and yeah. then, then you know right. and then they're knocking on yeah eight thirty, nine o'clock they're knocking on our door and we're like yep here you go <laughs> that's cool that is uh actually the same exact answer we got from a, a pretty much group. everybody we've yeah. talked, talked to, to so <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm glad to, we asked just to see if we could hear the same thing it's, so. it's yeah funny. No, it's, it's very yeah I, everyone is looking out for one another i think especially with you know how competitive the beer market is yeah, yeah i how competitive the beer market is these days i i we want to see every brewery that's opened in Maine stay open in Maine. And I think the only way that we can do that is by working mm-hmm. with each other to make that a reality. Right. And, and our, our, actually our Brewers Guild uh, makes that very easy. Um, we have a, you know, a community that oh, all the brewers that are in the guild, we have a great Facebook um, community and a forum where like, hey, I need, I need, does anyone have this hop or I need this grain? My, my order is short or do you have cans? And it makes it a very easy place to help each other out. And uh, you, you might not have someone's cell phone, but you're able to throw that out to now, what, like 120 something breweries? I think 130. Yeah. Holy um, cow, that's good. Yeah. So it, 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 it's. And that's growing exponentially in the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were. A real bump. What were we, 67? I don't know. That's a good question. Ne- I don't know. <laughs> Ian would know. I know. In yeah. Maine, the state, or just in the area that we're in, in uh, Portland? No, Maine. State. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we were the, yeah, we we're state, and it's over doubled since we've opened, and we're only, we're not, we haven't even hit our third anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. So. I have a question. This has nothing to do with beer at all, but we were asking the guys at Foundation this earlier. Have you guys ever seen a moose in the road? <laughs> yes. How far? Well, yes. <laughs> not, not down here. It's so here. unfair. No. Yeah, not, not, da- you not down here. Yeah, you got to go up. Yeah, well, you know where we're going. You got to get up like by Thresher's Brewery. Do you know a guy up there? Or no. A moose guy. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. No, I have a camp right off of the Canadian border on the main side, and that's moose country, as we call it. We got to go, Emily. And do you guys hunt at all? Do you... I do not. I believe our facilities maintenance <laughs> some, some people, person yeah. I, I does. I fish. I, I catch and release. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Not a huge. Uh, yeah. I. Yeah. Just a, more of an observer, but mm-hmm. you have seen them, and and oh yeah, you Simon. Yeah. And uh, a in a very different context. I was driving up to uh, 
visit. My girlfriend and I were driving. The up zoo to, doesn't count. Right. No. The zoo, <laughs> see, that's why I say I've never seen one because the zoo doesn't count. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. We were. Um, it was late at night. We were driving to a family cabin up there or way up in like the main New Hampshire border. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like just I look to my right and I see this moose like walking right at the car. And was it a male or a female? I don't know. But it was <laughs> Did it have <laughs> antlers? Yeah, it was huge antlers. Okay, so the males are huge. <laughs> yeah, it was really big and its face was like like probably a foot from mine and had we... It's crazy. Yeah, it's if the, if the, yeah, if the car were, you know, 20 feet down the road we probably would have collided with that so did you just like screech to a halt let it no no it was like we were just driving and it was like walking off the side or walking into the road so it was just yeah right time did your heart stop yeah i think we both (laughs) we both screamed (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty terrifying yeah it's like like seeing a monster (laughs) yeah but they're so gentle at the same time yeah, Sorry, I have to brains. ask back. Like, <laughs> we're in Maine, and I think it's known as Moose Country, and there's yeah. signs all over the road. And yeah, I've been coming to Maine I've my whole life. No, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got to go at least probably an hour to two hours north of Emily. Up in the Auburn Lewiston area. Oh, yeah. sure. further than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking mm-hmm. about moose, what's the future for Matt? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to become an all moose brewery. Moose Sponsor of the everything. Moose Clubs, yeah. So, <laughs> as um, Simon mentioned a little bit ago, that we are, we are uh, well, we'll step back. Yes, so we have a, uh, we just broke ground about uh, uh, two months ago on a new production facility about a mile down the road um, in Westbrook. It'll be about... So you f- are staying in Westbrook? Oh, yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. Um, for, for, it will be a full production facility. Um, the tasting room here in the, uh, will, is going to stay. Um we are going to it's a it's a building it's about three times the size of our current location it'll be half storage dry storage grain and cans and then the rest will be uh, the majority of our production and um yep it's right right down the street um we we're hoping to have that up and running by july of this year uh the government shutdown is really messing with things yeah um but uh, if everything goes to plan and we'll be expanding more uh, with more tanks and it will give us a lot of room to expand. Um, and, and that's exactly what we, we want. Get more gunners to opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever the big tanks are yeah. in the new facility is what will be filled with gunners daughter on yeah. a very regular I do basis. Like, I do like what you guys do with your current tanks right now. You will, yeah, you I was actually going to mention that. So. so, yeah, we. it's funny that, and I, w- I was joking the other day, it's like now those tanks that everyone can see and like, oh, cool, no one's going to ever really, like, the, you know, the general public yeah. won't see those because they're going to be, yeah. we're going to move a bunch. Great over. Instagram quality. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're beautiful. Um, yeah. yeah, so um, we will we will be doing that, but once we're able to get the majority of our equipment and tanks over, and we're going to be uh, on a new thirty barrel system, so we won't have to do so many t- turns and and work <laughs> um, work as hard to get more beer. Um, we are going to turn this location that we're sitting in right now to our uh, sour beer and wild beer. Um, yep. Program. So That's full awesome. Of barrels. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, barrels and and hopefully you know some fooders and um, yeah, long term definitely. So we yeah, and Simon said that you know we just recently brewed our first one and uh, we're working on getting you know that all put in place. So once we get the new location up and running, we can move full full Can't steam. Wait to try it. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're very excited. From what I've ta- I've 
what uh, Simon's been brewing um, off-site, um, you know, just as home brewing. Right. <laughs> as well as brewing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, um, just yeah that, sleep, that is yeah. my life right now. Well, <laughs> also, I'm not, yeah, no, what, uh, those aren't, you know. Uh, yeah, no, everything that uh, Simon has, has showed us has been beyond, uh, you know, my what, like, far and beyond what I would hope for. Yeah, you know, it's a scale you didn't even think was coming. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So awesome. we're so excited for that. And um, yeah. what did we just, we, you just brought in a beer. What was, what was that? Um, that was a Brett Saison with Barbera grapes. Cool. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, things like that. Um, It'll be good to just have, like, a little pilot system. Yeah, and that'll... It, we will also be getting a pilot program going with hey. a much more appropriately yeah. sized <laughs> yeah. pilot instead of doing a, what, a five barrel tent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, with the sour program, um, I want to try and use as much locally grown fruit as possible, including wine grapes. And mm-hmm. cool. That'll be really exciting, I think. And we'll also be expanding our clean barrel aged program because we haven't brewed a barley wine yet, and that's a problem, in my opinion. <laughs> oh so. my <laughs> Brewers with barley wine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I'm clearly Barley wines and pilsners, yeah. I think. I don't understand. I, I love pilsners. I yeah. get it. I that's get the it. spectrum, yeah. I guess. I get it. I get it. Barley wines, I don't. All right. Let's let's um, let's do some quick hitters with you guys. Uh, what's in your fridge at home, beer-wise? Um, I have I have some good fire waves. Um, a lot of mass landing, obviously. <laughs> um do i have um oh i have the uh barreled souls in which i'm wait i'm gonna drink this weekend um the uh barreled souls the gnomes gnome soul there it was a pistachio ice cream stout yeah wow. so good yeah that, i that actually sounds amazing i've never heard of anything like that it, it was yeah i uh barreled souls is really good about that just <laughs> making a i've never heard of Hitting those ingredients in a yeah. beer of that gravity and pistachio. then they do it and it's so great killer yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that some stouts that you know, I like. I said I used to not drink stouts. Now, mm-hmm. like it, when it when it gets brisk or or negative three or whatever it was <laughs> the other day, yep. um, Save it for a I, day. I, I I I tend to lean towards those. I have Resilience IPA from Sierra Nevada. There um, you go. Nice. Straight from Sierra Nevada, or is it yeah. from somebody else? Um, it was no it's from Straight Sierra from Nevada. Yeah. 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 Uh, we have the, uh, we, we have the down the road version. We had the down the road version and I had I had tributaries uh, version too, li- which was liquid good. liquid riot did uh, a version of it as well and it was so good. I yeah. drank uh, quite a bit of that. Yeah. Um, I love when uh, when you see across the country, like on social media, and like the the resilience IPAs that come out hazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like like poor poor load. We went to Lord Hobo and yeah, their one they were like, it's good, but it came out completely different than the can <laughs> we got. So yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's resilience fun, yeah. IPA. Some house lager from Jack's Abbey. Awesome, um, love Jack's. I have. They're listening, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think be. probably they some or Allagash White. Yeah, always, cool. yeah, definitely, without a doubt, always Allagash White in the fridge. And, <laughs> and Lamplighter just dropped oh, off yeah. a bunch of uh, cool. beer. This, so love I'm going to grab some of those. <laughs> I have a question. Oh yeah, go. So this is random, but you were talking about using locally sourced fruit and things like that. Is there? And you also mentioned that your first craft was Watusa Blueberry. Mm-hmm. Maine is 
pretty well known for blueberries, right? Is there anything that you would want to do with blueberries? Anything in the works? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, but not in a capacity that I like a homebrew situation. Right. right? Yeah. Okay. It's all. It's all on the. Uh, right. It's a on the back. The back. Maine back is, end. Yeah. Maine yeah. is known for blueberries, so we'll have to include blueberries and yeah. something at some point, some time from now. But when we'll at the right time, we'll. It's something we'll you could do. Out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I have another question on the food note. So I haven't asked this before, but. I want you guys to pick one beer that's on your menu and what you would pair it with. Oh, like in okay. a perfect world. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Ooh. What's the food? Any food. Okay, okay I'm a fan yeah. of this beer. You can't and say I would Gunner's put Daughter and Peanut Butter Sandwich. And chocolate It's kind of funny because we'll, we'll do some pairing dinners and yeah. um, a lot of times people will be like, oh, Gunner's Daughter will put it with like peanut butter ice cream or, you know, peanut butter pie. And I, we, I uh, think it was Terra Lingua. They did. It was with a like a Thai um, like Ooh. beef and where oh, where that, that peanut butter good. like and I was like that that's perfect yeah, yeah. And, and so it's like it's not over sweetness it's not right. over mm. peanut butter it was like but the peanut makes sense and they used I think they used they uh, reduced some of the gunner's daughter cool. oh we, I do love when that's people genius. use beer yeah. to cook that's yeah. Well, that's a, yeah our one of our former brewers Willis uh, he's left us. Um, Work at side R. by R. each. No, no, no. Yeah, well, he's he, not, a former, no longer with us. Yeah, he, well, he's he's, he's very much alive. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's very moment, much alive. Moment of silence. No. <laughs> um, You're a good he, guy, yeah, he, he would um, take Gunner's daughter, reduce it over the course of several hours, and use that to make ice cream tacos. Out That's of. really oh, cool. My. Taco uh, taco. They were, yeah. Yeah. Oh, were, it was literally the best dessert. They were very I, good. I don't do lactose, and I ate a full one. Just I was like, I'm going to deal with it. I did the same thing. That's a good question. So I would probably pick the double dry hop Telltale Pale Ale. That's one of my favorite beers and a good go-to for me. Is that but the what, EVO? No, the no, um, no. the nope, the regular one. Just the regular one. Okay. Yep. And to pair that, um, so I like that beer's fruit quality. It's got a nice bitterness and it's drying. So maybe something tart to go a along. strawberry rhubarb pie? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you name it. A lemon tart? Uh, yeah, or probably something like that with like fried clams with Ooh. tartar sauce and some lemon sprayed over we were talking the about uh, yeah, fried clams. That sounds clams. so that, good. I, yeah, I think that that... And then on the water, preferably. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, he with a set view. Up, he yeah. set up like the perfect he scene. Yeah. 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 What about you, Parker? Um, one of my favorite beers that we do is uh, Dash and it's like since... You know, I can remember. I, I would. I really like Dash with a nice like, chicken dish with a like a kind of an orange chicken. Mm. Um, it has a nice orangey citrusy character um, with some probably some pasta on that. Like, I'm not great with pairing things. I, I think I feel beer pairs great with everything. Yeah. So um, I'm not going <laughs> to. It's personal to you. It's a, if you like orange it's chicken right, and pasta, go. So right. I would, go for it. Yeah. I would I would pair Dash with food. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. If you ask me, I would just say pizza. So it's, yeah. it's, <laughs> so don't worry. Yeah, yeah no, so. um, Do you have a guilty pleasure beer? I like a like a domestic. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I don't. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, come on. No, I, I really don't. I, 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 Wait, I, I, I don't really like the business practices of, well, of course, like companies. All and I try buying we, those beers. We like shit all over Budweiser cause we yeah. know that they're not listening, but yeah. 
if you're at a barbecue and there's like a cooler full of beer and none of it is craft and it's like you've got paps you've got high life you've got bud heineken you can't drink water or soda (laughs) course and you have to pick one like what are you going to gravitate toward corona Um, something like that probably something in a green bottle like Heineken okay. or Stella. Else. Yeah, I guess the I'm able to handle the DMS. <laughs> uh, but no, it's probably something. Dos Equis, like Yeah. Like so a, as long as it's a green bottle. Yeah, probably. Yeah, something along those lines in a green <laughs> bottle. Uh, or maybe a, a Coors or a Wolf's Lair, as a friend of mine likes to call it. <laughs> <laughs> is, is Yingling a guilty that, pleasure? I, I think that no, counts. that's a craft beer, man. Well, I mean, it's a craft beer, but like, that's yeah. a green bottle. It's a craft beer to us because we didn't get it until like 2011. Yeah. Yeah. Maine, yeah. Maine still doesn't have it. Oh, really? Yeah, no, we don't. It was really I, popular I'll, at I'll UMass. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody drank yeah. it. Right. You ever go to Puffton? Yeah. Do you live at, there? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I lived in Amherst. I went to, well, Puffer's Pond. Yeah. Uh, yep. I, yeah, I, I did done. a painting of Puffer's Pond. I used to live right over there. Yeah. That was a really cool area. Apparently, Robert Frost. There's the Robert Frost Trail. Yeah. And yep. you like to take walks around that. It's a pond nice little well. trail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a Corona and a, it's got to have a lime. Oh, of course. Corona yeah, light or Corona extra? Uh, light. Yeah. Um, and a, good a, answer. But it has, to be, it has to be outside. The sun has to be very out. And, right, uh, but the beer has yeah. to be very covered because it'll skunk. Oh, yeah. In the well, sun. no, yeah. So, but that, there's very small situations where, like in the summer on a beach, wherever, I will, I will drink the crap out of a oh, Corona yeah. with lime. Corona is definitely a beach beer yeah. for yeah. sure, and I'm never, I'm never mad at like a truly seltzer or like. Just something a little. I'm sorry. But what's what's great? <laughs> what, what's so great yeah, about these like these beaches that you go to with craft beer being as popular as it is? There's always like, especially in New England uh, or in Mass specifically, in like the Gloucester area, you can always find Notch Pills. Yep. yep. Session Pills. Yes, the yep. Notch Pills is one of my favorites. Yeah, and so time. it's it's in like everywhere. So that's yeah. like you, just, you guys were just great. Kind of that's, 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 that's what I grabbed. That's a beach beer yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah we were just at Notch. We we love them. Yeah, great beer. E- yeah, easily one of. But the that's like best the, the beer. It's like we're super jealous that you guys can get stuff up here and yeah. you can't get Notch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always my when my girlfriend has family in the area, and when she, whenever she goes to or passes through Salem, I always say like oh, yeah. stock up notch. on Notch, yeah. and then it oh, never yeah. happens. It <laughs> 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 we'll, makes me want to. We can exchange more. numbers. Really okay. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll make something work. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I tra- trading for pale loggers. I lived in Salem before Notch. Before there was so, yeah, anything like really works. fun. Yeah. What was there out there to do? Beer works and beer works. the witch trials. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> no, I lived there for uh, a couple and of years. Wait, Murphy's. Wow, <laughs> uh, We live in that area, and, so uh, we know. Wow, what's? I can't even think of the one on the corner um, with the live music. It's an old place, right on the. Oh, um, oh my God! Is the, it where the all the cougars go? And, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, um, that it's underground, right? Oh no, no. Oh. <laughs> What's that one? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know no, exactly. But I, I, yeah, Gula Gula Cafe is like one of my favorite yep. places. Yeah, um, and they they do um, serve a lot of gutter starter up there. Um, they do, yeah. or down there. Props. Yeah, no, love that area. Uh, yeah, uh, went to school on the North Shore, so um, cool. But yeah, yeah, we're North Shore folks yep. ourselves. Oh, so. Newport. So. Yep. Oh, oh love well, Byfield. The Grog. Yeah. Yep. Grog. Oh yes, the Getting Grog. Getting the Grog. Love the Grog. Yeah. 
I spent a lot. That's the basement, right? Yes. Oh, oh, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, yes. My band played there. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's high school band yeah. has played there at least once. We'll take any high school band. Oh, totally. Yeah. That, like, you'll that pay for free? Sound, cool. Yeah, that yeah. awesome. Wait, you'll pay us to play? Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Oh yeah, dance to Good many a, many a cover band in that oh. basement. Well, well. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. And Covers sometimes only. they're pr- sometimes the bands are good. Yeah, sometimes. my cousin's band used to play there a lot. They used to do like the night before Thanksgiving when like it's oh. like basically your high school biggest reunion. drinking night of all. Yeah, yeah. of course everybody's freaking out because they have to see their family. So mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, the grog. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite question to ask: uh, What are you guys most proud of? Ooh. That is an open-ended question. Open-ended yeah. question. Come on. Personally or for the brewery? Open-ended. It's Ooh. it's anything. You could say two. Simon, say two. Simon, I'm gonna let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't think about it too much. Just yeah. I, what I keep coming back to a lot um, since moving to Maine about a year ago is just how much of a how how much that decision has benefited my life and just quality of life mm-hmm. and. Every every aspect of my life has improved dramatically since moving to Maine and working at Mass Landing. Um, but I, I guess I'm proud of doing something that I love and knowing that I come to work uh, and love what I'm doing. Yeah, it's a lot to I, say for that. Yeah, I, I think that that's yeah. I'm that's proud. So important. It's yeah, because you know, when I was in, you know graduate school doing math problems and teaching and just realizing that that's not for me and not what I wanted to be doing with my life just I had to make a change and I'm very fortunate that the change I made worked out in my favor and I <laughs> pat Proud. myself on the yeah, back for that <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I t- totally agree with what um, Simon said but also I you know I'm I'm very proud of the the brewery and not only putting out you know what we we think is you know great beer that um you know that a lot of people enjoy but also being a company that um you know supports the community and we we love that you know when we came into westbrook um that they didn't have a brewery and we 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 love bringing um, new people into westbrook just for you know for the brewery but then they check out some awesome restaurants and i know this sounds totally canned but i i do really feel (laughs) that you know we're able to uh you know support the community not only just in westbrook but even the the community throughout maine um in what we do and and you know, put made on the map for, you know, beer as much as we can help with that. It's it's awesome. There's a definitely a coziness to this place that I like, you know, you walk in and you see people kind of huddled in their groups and (laughs) you can tell that it's like where you would bring your friends to like get to know people better and that kind of thing. So I feel like that's the vibe. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a good amount of, there's good contrast looking around the tasting room. You know, we have like the beautiful artwork that mural is gorgeous is that you Parker? yeah that's Um, beautiful yeah but uh, like the the tables contrast the white walls and the images on them um and yeah the fairy lights are a nice touch (laughs) (laughs) those are still up from christmas (laughs) (laughs) just keep them here around this is made yeah Yeah. we took that got a good feel to it we had a good amount of christmas decorations up and we left our holiday decorations (laughs) which is also very i guess that's very new england right just leave your christmas lights up all around no exactly yeah for yeah. sure, my yeah. neighbor still has. <laughs> we we keep ours up year round. It's mm. like, what's the point? Right. It's just we, a pain in the may, ass. We may do with what we were with this building. You should have seen it before we uh, opened. It was a big dark building, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. an old uh, tire factory 
And um, wow, well, really? you would never know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then in between there, it was a, it was a limo factory. And <laughs> yeah, we still <laughs> have a long history. Yeah, there's a this limo, not a factory. But yeah, there's a this limo like a limo company or yeah, something? yeah. Like yeah a delivery actually, service. I, yeah, oh no God, joke. There was a beer in that. Yeah, no joke. There was a there was a person that came to the brewery in the summer and asked me where the limo company was, and I said there was a limo company here about maybe four years ago. Um, She's geez, like, I need she, a limo. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the person said, well, I'm looking on my phone and it says it's here. Oh, that's, I don't know what internet search you're doing, Google but my there's, business. yeah, there's, yeah. <laughs> there's also, not a limo company. Here. Google uh, earth. If you walk around the streets, they haven't updated it. It still has the limo. Oh, company yeah. Sign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's main life. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so. Yeah. So Google, I know you guys are Get listening. Get those self-driving yeah. cars yeah. out yeah, we here. Still, we still have to do a limo themed beer. Right. Because oh, we have idea. like, we have a, there's a funny phrase on the, oh, the bay door turn, by the brew house. And it says, make up. sure, make sure limousine or back lights and limousines are, are off, tur- turned off or something yeah. like that. Just call it the chauffeur or something. Yeah. Something along those lines. I agree. I also really like, um, in terms of the interior, the ropes that are holding the lights up. I think that's like a nice little homage to the mast landing. Yeah, Uh, exotically themed touch. Yeah, (laughs) but they're a really nice touch. Very even. Ian and Neil and Mike, they did those by hand, all of them, and they weren't happy at the end. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Well, Never they look again. great. The, yeah. effect, the effect is nice. So. Yeah, it took, took so them quite. Ni- nice to know it's not lost on people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we've done a pretty good job describing the, the brewery, but where can we specifically find you? And then where can we find you on social media? Okay, um, find us physically. Uh, we're uh, at mm-hmm. you know 920 Main Street in Westbrook, Maine. Um, some, it's... If you, if, you, if you don't immediately see it through Google or Waze or whatever, drive around for a while. You'll find us. Yeah, you can't yeah. miss we're it. It's a big, big Now big we're a big logo. blue, blue, yeah, big blue uh, warehouse uh, with a big white sign. Um, online, we're at MassLandingBrewing.com uh, at our website or at MassLanding Instagram. That's where Insta- um, – and Facebook. That's where you get most of our up-to-date information. Um, you guys are constantly doing beer releases. Yep. Yeah, we have our our next release is Pantless Thunder Goose. Uh, that's on <laughs> Tuesday. Um, Thunder Goose. Pantless Thunder. Yeah, it's like uh, it. the the what's it called the real name or true names animal true names. It's a, there's a subreddit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so glad. Yeah. yeah no, it's it, it's uh yes. or yeah, it's a, it's an ostrich. So a Pantless Thunder Goose. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. Kevin, our director of sales, uh, we he he really really wanted to make that beer, and so we made it happen. Um, Fine, Kevin. Double dry hop, double IPA. Yep. Good Um, on you, Kevin. Yeah, Yeah, and it and it tastes fantastic. So I'm really, it's nice that there's a a really funny name to the beer. It's an awesome name for the beer. It's catchy. Then I I feel that the beer is also lives up to the name. Yeah. Eight point three. Yeah. Yeah. Eight point three percent. That's good. It's up there. Tuesday. That's on Tuesday. Um, and then we have uh, uh, another our second batch of Imperial Gunner's Daughter coming out on um, the 23rd of February um, at 11 a.m. And it's already <laughs> gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> By the well, time this episode <laughs> releases, it yeah, will be gone. I don't know, it lasted 45 so, minutes. Yeah, 40, yeah 47, 47 wow. minutes to be exact, the first release. So ho- no, honestly, hopefully it can last, uh, cool. hopefully yeah, it can last twice we, that if we brew twice the amount. Yeah, so there will be more hopefully this time. A longer. Um, we're speeding up the process. We never really know how like something the hotel it. rates are actually more expensive than <laughs> 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 yeah. you should get an imperial gas prices are up, <laughs> prices are up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Cool. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for taking yeah, thank some you time very much. out. Um, we're excited to get you guys on an episode. Um, and we'll follow up in one year. How yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Thank for you for coming really and making the track up yeah, here. Yeah, no problem. It's a little it was worth it, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, thank you. Cool. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers.